Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast. It is episode 35 here today, and we have a few people on the podcast. Producer Pat, of course. Pat, say hello. What's up? My man, you look good. Those glasses uh, make you look pretty smart, but hey, you are smart. I also have two other gentlemen here, and these boys are my college roommates of three years and we're just checking in on these boys walker morrison and ryan carr what is up guys you what's going on how are you guys so ryan is in connecticut at uh mommy and daddy's crib dude i feel like a lot a lot of people ages 25 to 35 are going to their parentals house dude a lot of people that i know Living high school all over again over here. It's it's pretty sweet. Like I'm making, yeah. I'm getting breakfast made for me, dinners. It's, I'm living like a king over here. Oh, dude, that I feel like a lot of people, uh, us millennials, are, are are feeling that way too. Walker, um, over there, just recently had a kid. He's staying at his in-laws' house at his his fin his excuse me his fiance's parents. So his in-laws' house. Yeah, just had a kid. What's up, man? How's life? Explain to us how it is. Life is good, man. Honestly, living my best life. I'm up in Westchester. It's (laughs) It's been nice having some extra space. We tried staying on the Upper East Side for a little bit, but New York City was just, you don't want to be in New York right now. So we came up here. Yeah. How, um, how's the personal training business going now, now that you're doing it fully virtually? It's pretty good, man. I'm up to like 20, 25 sessions a week. Um, when I was training in person before COVID hit, I was doing about 35 to 40. So say I'm missing 15 sessions, but um, it's still good. I start, I start my mornings early and, you know, I'm doing four or five sessions a day. So, I mean, just in terms of like people continuing to train, are you still seeing the same people like twice a week or whatever? Are they doing it more? Like, how do you, how do you justify to them that what they're getting via, you know, what we're all doing right now? Um, like yeah. on zoom or whatever that like it's worth it how do you how do you um, how do you deal with that I mean it's still an hour of my time I'm there watching your form I'm correcting you I'm giving you every exercise um, the nice thing is it is a lot of my previous clients I've only picked up two new clients from referrals and um, you know the funny thing is I thought man tech virtual I would be needing to train millennials 20 year olds 30 year olds but I, I'm still training my 65, 70, 80 plus year olds and they're loving right. it. You know, right. maybe we, with them, we'd usually do an hour though in person. We do a little more manual, um, more mobility. And now we cut it down to 30 minutes, you know, two to three times a week versus nice. an hour. Um, but they're loving it. I think it's really keeping them in tune with what's going on and just, you know, working out and staying healthy. Do you think that this might be the new wave? Just like virtual training, like you'll just get a a a, a program going and then just give it to a bunch of your clients, or is it just going to always be more interactive? Like you personally need to be there. I think virtual training is definitely here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And for me, I've been sort of waiting to to take that leap off the diving board. Um, I always had videos and you know, it was something I was looking into before all this happened. But then once COVID hit, it was 
game time. You know, you, we had no choice. And it was yeah, exactly what I needed to hop in. And now, you know, I get to roll out of bed at 6.30 for a 7 a.m. session, you know, versus commuting. Um, it's true, and then when, a lot, when I'm a done, lot less steps, yeah. When I'm done, I'm done, you know? Like, I finish, I, I end the FaceTime, end the, the lift session, and we're, I'm done. I'm home already. So I hear you. That's, that's great, man. Good for you. Uh, so Ryan, also just being home a lot, we were talking about how you can have weights 30 feet away from you, but when you're sitting working a tough finance job like you, um, it's hard to make time for, you know, to get up out of your desk. I feel like for the most part, what I'm hearing is that people are just getting more work. You know, like you're expected yeah. to just do a bunch of things just because you're sitting uh, in place and maybe eating lunch at your desk. How do you feel about well, that? Yeah, it's no, it's, I think to your point before the, the gym 30 feet from you and just can't find the, the ability to get down there. I think, I think a lot of that's the fact that like we've lost our routines. Like it used to be like, Hey, I only got from six thirty to seven thirty to work out. And then I got, I got to get to work at nine. So it's like, I got to do it. But now it's like you wake up at, 8:45. you walk to your desk at nine it's like oh, i'll work out at 10 30 whatever and then you just don't get to it your day gets busy so i think i've lost you know in the beginning i was losing a lot of like that that like what walker was saying the drive to work out and having someone push you because i just i don't have any any push because i'm i can go whenever i want and because i can go whenever i want I don't but um with the work i mean i agree i I was joking around with one of my coworkers the other day. I was like, I can't wait to get back to the office so I can work less. I mean, I just like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm working like, it's, it's weird because you take weird breaks during the day, but I'm at my desk until nine, 10 o'clock at night, most nights. Like, yeah, but it's like, it's different. So I'm not like here, like I'll take like a 30 minute break at like, you know, one, take a 20 minute break at two 30, but then I'm here until nine. So it's like, it's just a weird, you don't, there's no structure and it's tough yeah. when you work. Bro, home, you know, well, I just, I would have, I would have one suggestion just cause like you're sitting so much like at your desk. Maybe you should get a red bouncy ball. Apparently Ooh, that helps your core get a little like, lower back. Okay. Yeah. Or even, or even RC just, just stand up. Cause even when doing my virtual sessions, like I'm moving the whole time, but then I'll just put the, my laptop up and it's like a standing mm-hmm. desk. I'll put it over the I fireplace and it's like, so much better even standing for 30 minutes um, no, yeah. i can finally relate to that corporate life standing desk man Dude, I'm, I'm I, telling I, you, I never it's, it's nuts i can yeah, well, I get, I get why people want job. to work from uh people working from home want like a like a interactive like internet workout from you because like i can't like as much as i love working out here by myself now it's so much harder to walk down and do it than like before so I get why people yeah. want to do an internet and have someone pushing them over like a Zoom call or something like that. That's the nice thing. My clients, you know, a lot of them stuck with their same times. If we trade Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 a.m. or yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, 10 a.m., you know, we're still training at those same times. Right. You know? exactly. And then they're, they're, they're hopping on the computer all day at work. But, it, you know, at least it made it easier for the both of us. It was just like, let's keep your normal, normal time slot. And, um, and again, it's just that human interaction, too catching up with what they're up to and you know what i've been up to they all want to know how mariah is doing um your daughter mariah yes beautiful yeah, little mariah, girl mariah rose morrison she's four months old now crazy um, and it's nuts i never thought i'd be a stay-home dad you know literally I was yeah working. man you are for the 12, meantime eight. definitely yeah i was working long days we had a, a baby nurse who would come in and take care of her 24 7 for like three days a week um just so i we could go to work 
Um, and now saving some money on that. that now, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And spending some quality family time. Um, so we all actually uh, were living in Manhattan before uh, all this happened. Now all of us are at our respective places outside of Manhattan. Pat, of course, lived in the city and came over frequently to record the Ted Jones World podcast. But we've been forced to go to our parents' cribs, um, which is fresh, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, a little bit more room than the city for the most part um, to, to mosey on around. But um, it's been great. But what do you, what do you guys feel like uh, is going to happen after this? Are people still going to be buying in New York City? Do you guys still want to live there in the next 15-year, like in, in the 15-year horizon? Are you able to do this work remotely where you can go outside and have fresh air and not have people cough on you and stuff. The game plan for us, you know, we just had a daughter was to move out of the city anyway in our, in our five-year plan, you know, and if anything, it might be, we'll, we'll start looking sooner. And I just heard interest rates now 15 year fixed mortgage is like 2.6% or something. So, you know, might as well take advantage now before who knows we're giving all this money away for unemployment for small business loans for to help everyone you know that could raise interest rates i don't know i haven't been around long enough but i heard that's how you know inflation works and you know somehow we got to pay it back if we're making more money so rc rc what do you think about that you you have some insight on that maybe no no not a lot i mean i don't know i it's also like a tough like who the hell knows with this virus that took it over the world and i that's why i hate speculating on a lot of this stuff it's like i mean yeah i don't i think i would argue there's never a good time for us to like buy and leave it like it's just there's there's always going to be something like you always want a bigger place you always want something so to walker to your point if you can find a good reason now just be like you know what i'm doing it like i just i want to move out of the city i've wanted to do it i'm just gonna kind of pull the trigger in the next couple years and go i i yeah i mean i think that's the best way to do it say if you always plan like oh i need to get to here well by the time that you get to that point when you want to move out five years and be like well wait another two years i might be able to you know put more down and get a bigger house. It's like, it's, it's tough. It's like, you always kind of are like expanding to your current means. It's kind of hard. Yeah. And I wouldn't be leaving New York city. Like I'd still be in New York city all the time. You know, I'd be yeah. 30, yeah. 40 minutes outside the city. And that's right yeah. now we've been commuting a little back and forth and it's open roads, man. If New York city was like this all the time, I'd oh, take it. Like on the know? way to New York city. Right. 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 Yeah. Totally. It's Literally, crazy. But, you can but, leave the city. Yeah, to tell you, to your point, I don't, I mean, I personally don't think that it's going to be a, a big change when all this ends in terms of like people not wanting to live in New York anymore. I, I had this conversation with my parents the other night too, like, and they, they do, they think that it's going to be a big change and that people like coming out of school, it's always been like, Hey, let's hit New York. Let's go move to LA. Let's do these. And I don't see that changing because like, that is kind of where one people make their stride in the beginning mm-hmm. of their career and they kind of put in the work. It's also where like the majority of like the condensed fun for nightlife and for bars and stuff like that for like a young adult is and so if you're into that stuff and you're coming out of school and you want to work hard and be able to go to like it's hard to think that people aren't going to want to do that anymore but i do think things will change i do think there's going to be more regulations on going into places and it's going to be a lot more uh, safety after you know like uh, capacity limits in places and that kind of stuff I, I could see that happening for sure so um i was actually watching the news and i feel like every time you turn on the tv now like it's some coronavirus related thing oh, like yeah. 
even on Nickelodeon, probably some coronavirus cartoons going on. All right. But anyway, so like even going into Australia now, uh, they'll take you from, excuse me, leaving Australia to a JFK. They'll take you from the hotel in a hazmat suit into like a car and then transport you to the airport. You go on the airplane and then you have to quarantine for 14 days. Like they monitor you and stuff. I'm not sure like how intense the United States has been on flying or whatever, but I just know that Australia is taking like insane measures. Now, like uh, as of now, like I I'd say the death rate is probably what 0.1%. I I'm, I'm no, I'm no scientist or medical dude, but uh, just considering how many cases we do know, and you can you can say like I guess the deaths like how many deaths are there? It's right been now? like fifty thousand, a little more than fifty thousand, maybe. Fifty thousand. Is that U.S. Pat? Is that U.S.? Yeah, U.S. Fifty thousand, I think. So if you figure that if you figure that there are fifty thousand deaths, let's say like, all right, maybe there are a hundred thousand deaths because we don't know if you know people died from coronavirus yeah. before they even got tested or didn't get tested. Whatever. Say that there are a hundred thousand deaths, and compared to the amount of cases. There is how many, Pat, do you have, do you have that number too? Cases, no, 10 million. I do have, I, I did have that. I think it's uh, under uh, 2% though, the mortality rate. So my uncle, he runs Soulless Health and Teddy actually sent this to me because I know he's a big, yeah, big yeah, six yeah, guy. Yeah. Ted, Ted uh, Jones had, Ted Jones had to send that over to, uh, to yeah, Walker because I was reading, I was reading page of, six. Ted Jones is morning coffee read, you know, daily. Um, <laughs> but so my uncle, Dr. Kruger, He's um, got Solus Health, which is a private practice, ER, and, you know, it's really high-end. You know, he offers a concierge medical service to people in the Hamptons, in New York City, um, and he's out in, in Bridgehampton right now, and a lot of his clients want this antibody testing or the COVID testing, so he was sending people in those spacesuits to their houses, and the article was saying that the test is free, but you have to pay for the visit. Um, yeah, you have to from, pay for the the annual membership, you know. With yeah, whatever that, whatever but with that annual memberships, it's cheap. It, it's like it's oh, five thousand okay. a year, and um, you know. But based off of you know, we just had a daughter, and her insurance once we add to the family, it's it's over two thousand a month. You know, so you're paying wow. five thousand a year. You do need insurance to hopefully cover everything, because when you go to the doctor and you get an MRI or a CAT scan or a doctor's visit, you do want some insurance to help cover the visit, but um. Yeah, he's he's had a high demand, and now it's just keeping the the quality of service because um, everyone wants these. He gave me some antibody tests. I haven't even taken them yet. Um, I feel like there. those are. I feel like those are not really a really. I'm a gonna take it tonight. You gotta you gotta. We'll prick see. Your You'll let though. us know. You gotta prick your finger and like extract your blood, and you put it in the well with the control. So you have the control in your blood, and then you have IgM, IgG, and then the control line. So just on this one like strip, you want the C line to show up to show that it's a, a valid test. And then I think the IgG and IgM, I don't know which one's which, but one of them's the long-term antibody and then one of them's the short-term. So your goal is to have the long-term antibody um, against this. But he was saying, my uncle was saying that really what we need is a vaccine or some yeah. sort of medication that we know that you know when people get it, you can take this medicine and hopefully not die. You Pat, know, how many people tester. in the? Sorry, Pat. Pat, how many people in the U.S. have it? One one point zero three million confirmed cases. One hundred eighteen recovered. Fifty eight thousand nine hundred deaths. 
And you got to figure so that the cases have to be, I'd say, at least times 10. Whenever they're reporting the cases have to be at least times 10 because people don't show any symptoms, yeah. right? Like even we first learned in the NBA when Rudy Gobert of the Jazz and then he gave it to Donovan Mitchell and they both yeah. didn't really have full system, um, symptoms or whatever, uh, which is a scary thought. But also uh, a lot of people are, it seems like, immune to it kind of. So yeah, I, I don't know. Anyone... I, I'd say like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like hesitant to go out, but I'd say like June 1, let's open up slowly. I don't know, but China is reporting that they haven't had any viruses for 10 straight days. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't know if I trust crazy. that reporting. But that's, so that is crazy, though. So that's, like, that's a 4.8 mortality rate, the, what you just gave me there. It's kind of it's higher than I think that I thought it was. But, um, you but, just do that calculation in your head, RC? No, no I, got a little, I got a little help right here. I got a little computer. But, uh, <laughs> but, but Jones, what you were saying before, the hazmat suit in Australia, it's crazy. Like, I think I, was, I watched the news the other day, and they were saying, like, there was a guy talking. He's like, before 9-11 – if someone ever told me that I would have to take my shoes off to get on an airplane, I would think they're crazy. Like, that's right. just like, that never happened. No one would ever do that. And now look at it. It's like you like rarely can you fly and not take your shoes off. And it's just, dude, like you're probably going to have to wear a but, mask fully, like any flight from now. Yeah. Well, so that's face mask 2020 something. There's going to be something that's going to be implemented in large gatherings. That's going to be like the new norm that we didn't have to do before. Like, that's what I believe. I think there'll be something to a lot to, of plexiglass. Yeah. I'd say yeah, like separating oh, yeah. people everywhere. Yeah. Well, like, concerts. I mean, I'm curious to see like big concerts and like big like kind of like halls and stuff like that are going to work. Like, I, I don't see that going back to normal for a little while. But yeah, I mean, and also know. Bill Gates, who I feel like is one of the one of the few sensible voices in all of this. He thinks like we're not really even halfway through this pandemic. Yeah. So I don't know what that fully means, but I would say, yeah, until people get a vaccine, I don't think they'll feel really comfortable to go to a club. No shot. Maybe restaurant yeah, outside. That we got to go to the clubs. Like post-college, we go to Dude, no more yes. yes. Mark's house. Yes. We have like 20, 30 people at the crib, like pregame hard, and then just go up and down. Or yeah, pink elephant. Oh, yeah, bro. We had we had we up. had a good time. That was funny. And even in even in college, there were I there were three bars at the college we went to, and like those three, like when, once you turn twenty one, you can go to them. But like you, for the most like, part, they wouldn't Husky's take fake IDs. Do? You think yeah. Huskies is gonna have nickel night, bro? So Huskies is the bar that we go to at <laughs> UConn, but and they and they literally sell four drinks for what is it? Four a drinks dollar, for a dollar. $1. They call it like nickel night. But the thing is, you have to stay at the bar. Like, okay, so the bar doors open at six p.m. So like Ryan and me were yeah, out on the early, tennis team. Early, we would like, we would run to the to the bar legit like from tennis or we would go tennis practice would end at 5 30 we'd yep. run back to the dorm shower at 5 45 then be online at 6 p.m this Wait. was like when we were 20 years old and had maybe we like used our fake ids and then we would go to the bar we ordered like the nickel knights like put dollars on the bar like <laughs> suck down like four each and then, and then yeah and then move forward from there and then i would end you, up passed out passed out by at 10 p.m you forgot the best part of nickel night so every night we had a little remember our little nerf hoop that we had in our room we had a nerf basketball hoop in oh our room God. we would show so we, what we would do we would pre-game nickel night with like six or seven lined up shots in a row 
and we would shoot free throws into the Nerf hoop, and the person that that made less would have to rip six or seven shots in a row, and then we would run out the door to go to Nickel Night uh, to get four drinks for a dollar. <laughs> so it was like we oh were home in God. an hour. So Walker and uh, Pat were in the same fraternity, and like those were the only parties like us bros can go to because we were friends with them. But like besides that, if you're not in a frat, at, if you're not a frat in the yeah, college, UConn you is big. Go anywhere, UConn. SAE, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You good. you boys you boys had some bangers, but I remember leaving your parties with Ryan too. Like, and we would just be running in the seven degree. Cold oh because there's no oh sober rides, so yeah. like two miles <laughs> in seven degrees, we'd be running. Ubers, Ubers were not a thing back then. Ubers, Ubers not, not in stores, thing. Connecticut. No. So Teddy and I wouldn't say a word to each other. We'd just be drunk, look at each other. We just start running down the street together, get home like an hour, like no, maybe a mile and even a half. From, even miles. from Huskies, <laughs> Teddy would run from the bar all the way across <laughs> campus to the Oaks, and it was like probably like a mile and a half, two mile run. <laughs> oh yeah, and he'd just be like, burn off those cows. He'd be he'd be super drunk and just like I'm out. Uh, literally dude the amount of times i just bailed it was just it, it was that's amazing. crazy that they allowed that to like have, like so that like uber and sober rides weren't like a thing like how did they oh even like allow that like how do you have a bar and then like not have ways for people to get home it's crazy to think about oh, now yeah. it yeah. is crazy to think about i wonder if they had adjusted that maybe a little bit do they no. have Uber at you? Because they no, they did. They had Uber had just started when we were seniors or juniors or seniors, but they they banned it at UConn. Like there couldn't, they didn't have Uber at UConn. But it, like, why existed. would they ban that? Yeah, dude, I but, like it wasn't they, allowed in stores or at UConn. I don't know why. Because I think they like didn't want too many job. cars on the road. No, it if is. You're like trying to make see, some I money. The good and the bad, dude. Like I, I don't know. Like it would work really well and a lot of kids can make a lot of money, but that could be very sketchy too. Yeah, like, you're right. Yeah. I was just it, thinking like, that could yeah, be like, pretty sketchy. There's creepy kids and yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, so, uh, the real world is even more creepy, I would, I, I would think. <laughs> yeah. We get in those cars. <laughs> yeah, at least everyone's like college students, <laughs> not like some 40, 50 year old dude picking up some like yeah. drunk freshman you know, from the, the bar, you know? Mansfield showing up to the bar to pick up a bunch of girls. Oh, good point. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it is it is a local it is a local hangout spot so there definitely are some um older maybe alumni there but um i don't know can't really can't really tell you we didn't we didn't really hang out yeah. with those with those older gents but i see some of the parks in a uh, jersey city have been slowly opening are you guys are you guys gonna go back to normal about this i mean when this when this ends like is everything gonna be fine or are you gonna be down to go to restaurants uh, down to go to clubs or what what is how are you feeling are you guys nervous or what i'm up for it boys night rosa mexicana next wednesday bro <laughs> there you go, dude. what up. a shout out i hope they're still i hope they're still um in business rosa yeah, mexicana. I, I don't i don't think the thing people. is like are we comfortable with it is there even going to be stuff for us to go back to yeah, it's like to. like are these busy what? like are, like i'm sure there's tons of restaurants that have already closed in new york yeah. well that's the thing I, everything's I, closed so who knows what what will reopen? Yeah, and I'm I'm a little more conservative than than Lodi's is. I mean, I I Walker I'm, is by the way is is Lodi's. We call him yeah, Lodi's. Yeah, that's, we started calling him Walker Balls, then Walker <laughs> Pay Lotas, then Lotas, then Lodi's. Anyway, then continue, Lodi's. Ryan. No, I mean I I will be. I'm I, I'll be down to go. Like I I don't think uh, I'll be hitting the clubs anytime soon. I think that that part of my life's behind me. But I like in terms of like big uh 
gatherings and stuff like that like I, restaurants and all that yeah but like i'm gonna definitely think differently at least for the next i don't know call well, how many in, it, in an excuse sorry about that but in an apartment like you have ryan lives in a one bedroom in manhattan in an apartment like you have how many people would you feel comfortable having in your apartment granted people aren't going to go into your uh bedroom how many people yeah. do you feel comfortable having in your living room like like people i like if it's friends and like their friends like not a lot like a few but like i like if it's my friends like and that's not the right way to think about it but like if it's like my buddies like i i'll probably treat it the same but I'm like in terms of strangers and being around people I don't know in close quarters, like other than restaurants and stuff, I'm not going to be like running off to a concert to, you know, go stand next to a bunch of people I don't know, at least for like a while until it's definitely sorted out. But that's just me. I'm a little more like conservative and I'm just not trying to, I'm not trying to spread it or get it. Are you down to uh, go on a flight? Are any of you three down to go on a flight June 1st, if you can get a good deal somewhere? Yeah, I was already looking, man. I was already looking to go to California for Mother's Day, which is, I think, in two weekends. And oh, that would have been nice, Blue, Walker. Jet Blue's not even flying on Saturdays and Sundays. I was going to fly out on a Saturday morning, oh. and they do, they're only flying Monday through Friday. Um, ticket yeah. ticket prices are about normal. I could probably go round trip though for for around three hundred, three fifty, which is oh, they're normal, pretty good. Really? Pretty good. Yeah, it's not like you're getting fifty dollars fares from JFK to SFO. You know, I think the lowest I saw was like one thirty five each way. Yeah. Um, Producer Pat, are you hopping on a jet or what, pal? I, I mean, I would. I would wear. I would just wear a mask and like gloves and stuff. But I saw on the news yesterday that like the planes are still packed. That's what I'm yeah. worried about. And I, you know, that's the one thing is like if I knew that it was going to be 25% capacity. Yeah. But like, if I, if I don't and I show up and it's a packed flight and I'm sitting like, like squeezing between two yeah, people, next to some dude coughing like, on you the whole time. Yeah, it's just like, like oh. you're, you're, you're rolling the dice for no reason. And I think if I had to fly, I would fly, but like, I, I wouldn't just be like, Oh, a flight to the Bermuda is a hundred bucks. I'm going like, it's just, I think it's a little, I'm not going to take advantage of a deal right now until right. like someone, like someone tells me like Trump or someone says, Hey, listen, like, I think we're good now. We can kind of go back to doing normal things. And I'm like, all right, like, well, I'll, I'll be more willing to do it. But Well, I think that, I think that Trump will probably be the first person to tell you that. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I would a hundred percent, once a hundred percent like be okay with what he's saying in terms of opening things up. Cause everything um, seems to be opening up in places like Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm not sure if that trend is going to continue and then this could get bad or worse. I know that, or at least what I've heard is that in the warmer months, it's the virus is going to die down. Like who really knows? Do we yeah, know that we, much about this like, thing? No. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But speaking of deals, RC, the deals we should be looking out for right now. Like, so I, I I'm a shopper. Yeah. I love, I love shopping. <laughs> tell, your, uh, tell your boy RC. Bro, I bought some bro. ultra boost today, Lodi's. I know you'd like Dude. that. Yeah. So Adidas, like I got, right. I have stuff. Yeah. So I have stuff in my carts, you know, in Adidas, Nordstrom's, um nike you know hoodies different hoodies and you just wait and like before you know it they're giving you 30 percent off 50 percent off wallets in your cart well no you know you wait you check it every day and you know during this all these retail their retail is closed so the only way they can bring in revenue for all these companies is online so knowing this adidas i think every week's put puts out like a 30 percent off coupon yeah nike like once a month 30 percent off yeah so Crafty. you know it's like yeah we're we're in a you know a funny financial uncertainty situation but 
Hopefully everything will go back to normal. Got to take advantage of the deals, bro. And this why is, not? This why is not the get some there you go. on on the low? <laughs> well, well I, I think it's I think it's two things. I think like for people that have been lucky enough to not be like financially impacted by Absolutely. the coronavirus, and then maybe yeah, you say you can do one of two things. Like, all right, I spend a little bit of money, but I'm going to try to save. And it'll be like kind of the silver lining to this whole thing is that like, even though this is kind of tough, like at least I kind of save some money, but if you're not and you get and you have like a pay cut or, you know, unfortunately get let off, like it's a lot different. Like it's just all these. And the reason why the stores are cutting the prices is because the store's revenue is down a ton. So it's like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't necessarily fall into the trap of like, Oh, let's buy because there's a sale because it's like, well, you, technically could be making less and if you are then you don't want to be buying it's, it's all relative right it's all relative yeah, that makes sense. 10 minutes left by the way oh there you go um oh. so we this is really a great conversation we've been having i wanted to pick you guys as this brain also get you on here to know what are you guys watching anything anything interesting that we should be watching we watch tiger king on here uh, obviously seeing the mj documentary you guys seen that or yeah. what I, started yeah, I watched a little of the MJ. Tiger King was, like, depressing. It started off fresh, like, Joe Exotic crushing it. Yes, <laughs> like, your boy. Man, dude, like, by episode three, four, I was kind of like, I don't I don't need to see his life go down the drain and, like, see these con it. people set him up. Or they're all doing the same thing. They're all yeah. profiting off the tigers in cages. Carol Baskin and Joe. Bill Antle or whatever. He might, be right. he might be right. He might be right. RC, what about I, you, bro? Ryan yeah. Carr. Um, well, it's funny because like I was talking to my buddy who saw Tiger King the other day. He's like, it's kind of ridiculous that that Tiger King blew up so hard and almost everyone, all they got out of it was not like what it was meant for. It was like Tigers in captivity and trying to get him yeah. out. Hold on. Everyone's like, Carol Baskin's definitely killed her husband. Like, that's what everyone got yeah, out of it. Right. All the memes, bro. All the yeah. memes. Um, but um spoiler alert but uh but no, I, <laughs> dude, I um I, I it's crazy because i have the ability to watch shows all the time i have zero urge to watch anything i've been yeah. watching like i've had like this big all i want to do is watch sports and since i don't have them i've watched in the last two days probably four australian open wimbledon finals like old oh, finals the tennis the tennis yeah, boys or golf you guys tennis can still play a match though our car and, and ted jones could hop on yeah, the court you'd be court six right feet apart we could dude dude yeah. me too right here dude i, I mean we gotta we gotta no, i have a tennis court no i do <laughs> we, 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 all right all right all right pat coming in here uh what's it called uh, but in, if our car and me did uh, play tennis, we need to swim across the the canal yes. over there. I don't well, who won the last time? The last time you water is that? The last time you guys played was it Miami? Yeah, that was the last yeah. time. Oh, RC what happened, played. RC? What? Who? Who won? Oh, oh, I, I, I took uh, me that day, bro. Have gone downhill. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> but, uh, it's it's yeah. tough to keep it's tough to keep it up. Actually, I mean when when um you know you're not playing that much. Next week, I. We have uh, Quentin Vega on the podcast, a professional tennis player who hits with a bunch of people. So we're going to dig inside his mind. He's still playing a bunch of tennis every day. I saw him practicing with Coco Goff, the 15-year-old who beat Venus at Wimbledon. Uh, I saw him practicing with her the other day. 
you can bring sports back. Like we're members of the Westchester Country Club, and they're open, man. Like the golf's open. The par three, you can walk in and play. RC, have you been, you've been playing some golf, right? Yeah. So so the Madison Country Club's open too, but they have like these super. I'm playing on Saturday, but like, oh, I got a story for you too. But they um they they're super strict. Like you can't get out of your car until ten minutes before your tee time. If they if you do, like even the the workers will yell at the members and be like, listen, like if you don't get back in your car, you're ruining this for everyone. Like, what are you doing? Oh, wow. like, I've heard them yell at them. And which like on a, in a country club that like, that doesn't happen often, but everyone wants everyone to just be courteous and like, just abide by the rules or else they're going to screw it up for everyone. But I was playing like two weeks ago. It was my first time out. Like, and I just like, you know, I just haven't been outside a lot because of the coronavirus. I'm on the first pole walking down and they have like the, the whole stay six feet apart. If you don't, if we see you not staying six feet apart, we're kicking you off the course. Like very serious. Yeah. And this woman, is driving by the the road and she turns to us and Madison is you know that's a really small town like you pretty much know everyone if I, I see a majority of people on the street I know she's in her car or a golf car in her car she's in her car driving in, no, in her car driving down the street yeah and so I can barely hear but she turns out the window as we're all walking down the the first hole and she goes killers assholes as we're walking out see you to us because we are she's saying that we're the uh, problem and like i'm like lady i'm six feet apart i'm not doing anything screaming at all of us now meanwhile i couldn't hear what she was saying so i turned around like an idiot and started waving at her cursing me out but uh i realized after like she just called me an asshole i was like oh crap but yeah so people are i mean people are just going crazy with all this but we're yeah. practicing our whole social distancing all that all right, good. These two boys at country be. clubs. I, I remember these guys when they were asking me for five bucks in, in college. You know what I mean? They were doing, I remember doing when five riding, stars dude, on the back. Still, hey, yeah, dude. I remember I was, I was, I used to play, I used to play um, a video game with Ryan for 10 bucks, and we'll see who, uh, like, got to order the food for the night. It was hilarious. Yeah, and then also, and the then food, one GP time I, I took my, I took my five fingers and I gave Walker a, five stars when you slap someone in the back and you did bucks. it for 20 bucks yeah. fresh 20 bucks worth it I feel definitely worth it that's what that's that video 20 nickel night drinks that's what 80 drinks or something. <laughs> 80 drinks <laughs> nickel night bro uh, that would literally last a, um, a couple nights so that'd yeah. be great uh, bros this has been so much fun the last thing I want to I want to ask you guys, I guess we'll get um, speculative here. Uh, do you guys think that Kim Jong-un is dead? Is this a conspiracy? <laughs> Are we going to find this out soon? Or yeah, what? he definitely is. No, you... see, here's the thing. The fact that no, like, reliable news source has been posting about it, it's been, like, all of these, like, random news sources. Like, oh, he's, like, Surgeon botched his – I'm not speculating. I don't want him watching this and coming after me. But, like, right. I, I just don't um, – <laughs> I, I think I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out and down the fifty fifty and say he's alive, but that's just me. Apparently his sister is even more ruthless than he is and she's bro, next up at the Bro, bro, bro. I'm seeing I'm seeing on New York Post they say Kim Jong un's uncle emerges as possible successor in North Korea. And then CNN said eleven hours ago Trump adds to confusion over J- Kim Jong un's health status. Trump was like it's fake news. But, but that's like I, confusion, but no one's announcing it because like Trump's no saying what he's a, he's good or he's not good. What Trump is saying? Trump is saying he's fine. Oh, hmm. Trump and him are boys, bro. So yeah, I was gonna say like he's probably good. Yeah, yeah. DT is boys. boys with everyone, dude. 
Well, he said, he said this. All right. He said, I can't tell you. Okay. This is what he said. He said, I can't tell you exactly. Yes. I do have a very good idea, but I can't talk about it right now. I just wish him well. And then later in the same press report, he said he didn't say anything last Saturday. Nobody knows where he is. It's so he obviously couldn't have said it. This is breaking news that Kim Jong-un made a statement on Saturday. I don't think so. So he's basically just like talking a lot in a carousel. And I would say, excuse me, that Kim Jong-un is likely dead. So we'll see what happens over there in that regime. Do you think he died from coronavirus? Maybe. We won't know. They definitely won't tell us. Boys, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, that was episode 35. It was lovely to see all your beautiful faces. And um, Walker, have a good time with your new family, uh, the in-laws as well. And Ryan, enjoy yourself with um, mommy and daddy. Pat, thank you. I'll see you next week. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Shout out to moms.